Welcome back to the Week in Review. And we have Beth back with us this week. Uh, barely, but barely. Hi guys. Yeah. We both have a cold, so last week you have to suffer through me coughing. This week, probably both of us. <laughs> I know. So sorry. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're excited to be back with you. And before we jump in and talk about our announcements and just kind of get to this intersect, uh, I just want to take a second. I, I usually say this at the end of the podcast, and I really want to say at the beginning, um, man, we, we were so grateful for each and every single one of you. We're so thankful for what you guys have been doing and what you're continuing to do. We only have two weeks left. Uh, in, in this semester, in this quarter, and then we're going to take our spring break right around Easter. And I just want to say thank you. And also let you guys know, we're here for you. Beth, myself, uh, Brandy and Bob, our coaches are here. We want we want to help you guys. We want to know what's going on. We want to be there for you. So please let us know, you know, and give us a call if we can help and just know that we're grateful. So yeah, just don't call or recording. Yeah, yeah, that's fine too. As we jump in, uh, we do have only two weeks left. And so uh, you know that we are coming up on a nice little spring break, a little vacation uh, and, and whatnot. And so be prepared for that. Uh, and then yeah, we jump into making our... Making sure we're highly communicating to our small group leaders about our small group groupers that we have two weeks left and what yeah. we're going to do for the last week. Yeah. Yeah. And, and celebrating it too. I think the, the last week of the quarter, even though it's only a two week break, it's a great time to have like a social have a hangout to to bring some excitement back into the group. So uh, be prepared to do that. Uh, before we jump into the Intersect 2, though, we have a few announcements today. What, what do we got here, Beth? So the first announcement is we have Women's Retreat coming up, and we're going to be doing an outreach during awesome. Women's Retreat. And so we'll be collecting items for that. So please make sure to be on the lookout for the flyer. They're in the plaza this weekend. They'll be in the plaza next weekend. Yep. And then we have a Good Friday service so March 30th, uh, that's the Friday before Easter, mm-hmm. uh, 7 to 9. It's We're going to have worship and teaching. It's going to look a little different than any years past. But, yeah, uh, trying something new. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great time. And then Easter, we mm-hmm. have six services. So six services throughout the Valley in three locations. Um, just really excited for you guys to have uh, lots of options to invite your friends and neighbors and coworkers and people all around you. Um, uh, each venue is uniquely different. And so just, yeah. uh, freedom and choice. And so six services, make sure you guys It's grab. also a great time to serve too. I think one of the things we could appreciate you guys is just chatting with your small groups as we come to Easter. Uh, we always have a lot of non-believers, people that don't normally come to church show up on that day. So if you're at home and able to serve, jump in and serve and Come enjoy these services. Come out here as we celebrate yeah, uh, the Resurrected King. Serve right. one, attend one. That'd be awesome. It'd be great. And then we have our leader celebration coming yeah. up. So we sent out the invite. It was finally out, and so we're excited about that. Please RSVP. Yeah, we look forward to seeing you guys. We have just a really fun, uh, fun, fun, fun night planned, and I'm so excited. So please make sure you guys are RSVPing. That's on April 6th at 7 yeah. p.m. A lot of you guys have already sent in the RSVPs. Thank you so much. And this is one of those nights where we really need all of you out there. It, we don't ask a ton. I try not to fill up other nights outside of your small group nights. Um, but this is one of those nights where we need you here. This is crucial to our ministry to make sure that we're all on the same page and we're all celebrating and also being prepared for where God's going to take us. Uh, jumping into the into the intersect this weekend, uh, Jump into, uh, we have those those rewind questions that we have there. This is one of those weeks that I 
dislike the rewind question because it's that awkward time for me. It's like, so what did you think about my sermon? But hey, <laughs> good job, Tim. I think. Well, thank you, Beth. Uh, like I mentioned this weekend, uh, we've kind of pressed fast forward. I know we spent the last three weeks on the Holy Spirit, but we spent the last oh, two months or so in the last words uh, of Jesus. And, and what I did this weekend is I just pressed fast forward a little bit, skipped ahead a couple chapters. And what I try to do is set us up so we can kind of read through John's narrative, uh, working ourselves right into the, you know, to the day of crucifixion, to the day of resurrection and get us to celebrate Easter. And so uh, hopefully your groups are going to kind of track with us in that. Uh, but as I went through John's narrative on, on the betrayal on, on that night in the garden where, where Judas led the officers to him and he got arrested, uh, I really just try to focus in on, on John's words here because John has a little bit different of account than the rest of the synoptic gospels. And like what I shared this weekend is, is that's because John had a different purpose. What John was really, really hoping us to, for us to see here is, is that John is really focused on who are you looking for, mm, or rather, so who who is Jesus to you? And what I try to establish is, is that Jesus is not just this merely this man from Nazareth, but Jesus is Lord and He is Messiah, and because He is both of those things, that we should be treating Him in in a certain way. And, and so, uh, hopefully, this is going to be a great conversation. I will say this as we jump into this intersect: you're going to have to press in. Because this will be a conversation that could be really easy just to throw up the, the church answer. Mm. It's Jesus. Jesus. And, Yay, and, and, Jesus. And if your group wants to say surface, there's plenty of opportunity for that. But if your group's going to press in, this will be a great time to really get a heart check of where they're at. And that heart check, I believe, begins right there in that discuss section. So um, you did something different. I like it. I like it. Tried to do something where it wasn't just an easy fill-in-the-blank answer, but rather some, get them thinking. And, and I wrote it a certain way for, for a reason. I don't want them thinking about what do they, who do they think Jesus is, who do they want Jesus to be, who they wish Jesus is, but what do their actions actually say that Jesus is? And so according to how they're currently living, according to their current behaviors, they're supposed to mark there on a line. This might be one where you have to show your group, this is where I, I say is, and then why? Mm-hmm. Why do we rate ourselves? You have some people that are just going to rate themselves horribly. You have some people that are going to rate themselves too well. <laughs> and then you're going to have others that are going to be brutally honest. And so let's push to that honest answer. Um, you know, we want some examples of what, well, you say your behaviors, what are those behaviors that do show that? How, how do they show that? And then that second one, I've actually given you two places there. The second one is, is contrasting that Jesus as Lord and Jesus as Savior. And, and what I want to do here is there's some of us who really just kind of, we're really into resting with Jesus and, and, and trusting in him and he is our Savior and it just feels so fluffy and nice and cool. But we really don't like the whole Jesus as Lord or Jesus mm-hmm. as the authority. Mm-hmm. And then there are those that are that are the opposite of that, that, that we like that Jesus is this authority, or that's how we understand him. He's kind of like that, that maybe the dad that we grew up with, but Jesus did not come to care for me or love for me. So where are people sitting at in that spectrum? And our hopes is, is there's a balance of both. Mm-hmm. That that we have given him the authority that we're letting him take take the king's seat in our life, but we're also see that he does love us, care for us, and that we can put our trust in him. And so walking walking through that, and then after you get there, I, I did try to set aside the bulk of our time here for actually doing some self-discovery. Uh, so I gave you five different passages or two different ways to kind of look through scripture this this week. So two different paths you can take your people on. But that first one there is, is uh, what does the Bible say about Jesus? Or rather, who does the Bible say Jesus is? And um 
what I tried to do here is, is not just give you the quick answers, but actually allow you to kind of unpack the fullness of Christ. And so that first Corinthians passage, I mean, that Colossians passage that's there, sorry, the Colossians passage is really full. And there's lots of descriptor words. There's lots of imagery. Paul's also quoting a lot of scripture. So there's a lot of other reference points. And so I just encourage you as a leader to do just a little bit of homework, set yourself up well for that. Um, also, just to add to that, I think it's five verses, but each verse in itself has lots of meaty points. And instead of just reading the whole passage at once and what do you get out of that, you could really spend a lot of time with each verse and verse even you know yes. each section, each sentence by sentence, because the descriptors in here are so poignant, you know? Yeah. And so it's really, really powerful. And you don't want to lose that power by just reading the whole thing and then kind of like, oh, it says Jesus is God, you know, and move on. Yep. But there's so much depth just into those five verses. I mean, man, you could have a party right there. Yeah, and I think that all these passages could be like that. I think the the thing I see in Hebrews that I just, you know, kind of get stuck on is that he he is the he is the very he has the radiance of God, that mm-hmm. he is God's glory there, that he is the image of the God. And so he is, he is the same as God. And I think that revelation passage there is just, I mean, tons of symbolism, tons of imagery, but helping us get this picture of not this meek lamb, but rather the, this warrior King. And I love that in verse 16 there, that the, he is Lord of Lord and King of Kings tattooed on his thigh. Mm-hmm. And that is who Jesus is. And then going back down after you get through that, we, we also talk about what the Bible has to say about Jesus being our savior. And then I just take us to some classic passages about how we are truly in need of a savior. That Matthew passage is directed towards Pharisees, but I mean, let's be honest. There are plenty of us who think that if we just clean up the outside, we just look righteous, we just look good, Mm -hmm. we do all the right things, we say all the right things and we're okay. And what the Bible says, no, you can do all the right things, but you still need a heart transplant. A modern day Pharisee. Yeah, Yeah, you're a modern day Pharisee. And then that Ephesians passage, I think it's a lot like that Colossians one where you can go verse by verse through that thing. Once you were dead in your sins, dead people don't resurrect themselves. They don't bring themselves back to life. That's a great, I actually, that's the line I have written down just to say the, the need for that is mm-hmm. that, you know, dead people can't raise themselves for dead, from the dead yeah. and just the power in who Jesus is. We need that rescuer. We need that savior. And are we leaning, are we leaning towards that? And the last thing I get to the decide and do, and what I just tried to do at the very end of my talk this weekend was really kind of flush out is if we've seen Jesus as our Lord and Savior, um, that, that that should change. Like we said before, that should change our behaviors. Mm-hmm. So that should change what we do with our time. That should change what we do with our talents. What we know, and that should change what we do with our treasure, you know, our, our you know, and how we, we track, how we respond to Jesus says a lot about who we say Jesus is. Amen. That's good. And so I, what I want to do is identify one of those areas Every one of those people, just just one, one of the areas where they maybe, and what's one or two things they can do to kind of respond to them in a better way. Uh, hopefully it'll be a great week of discussion for you guys. We are kind of walking, you know, into this Easter season where we're going to just be focusing on the cross and focus on the forgiveness that we've been given because of it. And I'm looking forward to it. Uh, love you guys. Care about you guys so much. Thanks. So grateful for you. Looking forward to you guys having a great week. Talk to you soon. Thank you guys.